to center myself, I often listen to the words of Edwina Gately in a reflection she entitles, Let Your God Love You. So let's begin. Be silent. Be still. Alone. Empty. Before your God. Say nothing. Ask nothing. Be silent. Be still. Let your God look upon you. That is all. God knows. God understands. God loves you with an enormous love and only wants to look upon you with that love. Quiet, still, be. Let your God love you. I suggest with those words tonight to go outside and look up. Look up at the sky this evening and allow your God to love you. And that beautiful line from Scripture, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. So as you look up, the stars, the sky, the magnificent constellations reflect this Advent season on beliefs about family and work, just about life itself and God. And maybe an Advent examine from the perspective of the stars, what beliefs over the past year have endured. What new ones have you adapted given this time of necessary adaptation? And maybe which are the ones you've been forced to discard and realize they're no longer important? I think when we look at the stars, we get a very different perspective. We get a picture of the eternal now. And I think of before the very first star twinkled, before the very first sunrise, way in which in the spirit of Psalm 139, God saw before all eternity the sparkle in your own eye and heard the music of your voice and decided to call you by name, Isaiah 43. It's a beautiful, beautiful canon in the tradition of uh, the Roman liturgy, the Catholic Church. Blessed are you, strong and faithful God. All your works, the height and the depth, echo, echo the silent music of your praise. Looking up at the stars, noticing in the beginning your word, summon light. Night withdrew and creation dawned. The ages passed unseen, water gathered on the face of the earth, and life appeared. From that eternal perspective, looking up and realizing the magnificence of all creation and the Creator, 
shining forth. But we know when the times at last had ripened and the earth grown full in abundance, you actually created in your very image, man and woman, the crown of all creation. And he gave us breath and speech, knowing that all the living might through that find a voice to sing your praise. So now, with all the powers and stars of heaven and earth, we have the opportunity once more to reflect. And every year, we think of the star of Bethlehem, that one star that invites and guides all the wise to come to Jesus, the star that draws us to him, the star that North Star that remains steadfast, that leads, that guides our compass, our truth, which gives us great stability and peace. And when the wise get to the place we hear where Jesus is born, they begin to unravel the secrets of the universe and become aware that Jesus himself is the light of the world. Think of that great song, star of wonder, star of light, star of royal beauty, bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to the perfect light. The story I think about every year at this time, thinking of my own family, my uncle Raymond, who died at Normandy, 1944, World War II, and my grandmother, a gold star mother. That meaning of being a gold star mother, someone who lived out her son's legacy with that particular group of women. And I think of the story of a young boy and his dad in New York City, and it happened during World War II, and it was evening, in the city and only in New York with the snow sparkles from the rooftop. And the man I have in mind was literally walking down a very dark street with his little boy. And as they walked along, the youngster became very interested in the lighted windows of the houses along the way. He was interested and curious and a little puzzled. He said, he asked Daddy, why are there stars in the windows? Well, son, his dad explained, a star in the window means that house has given a son to the war. And the little boy literally began to cry, imagining what it must be like in that house where somebody died during the war. And they kept walking and walking, and they saw another star in another window. But in the one window, there were three stars. And the little boy said, why three? He said, well, that's a family that lost three people. Maybe not brothers, but maybe an uncle or a cousin. But they want to memorialize those who died. And then they came to a piece of land that was broken up and there was a gap 
and no houses or apartments. And the little boy looked up and he said, look, in the break in the houses, there's a gap. But I'm looking up and I'm seeing an evening star twinkling way up in the sky, a little different from the stars in the windows. And he said, look, look, God must have given his son because he has a star in his window. Jesus, the star personified, our light, our warmth, all of us so grateful to rejoice, to hold on to what we believe and to look up at the stars tonight. In one of the stars, I shall be living. In one, I'll be laughing. And I know of another little girl who looked up at the stars and asked her mother, what happens? Where do the stars go in the daytime when we don't see them? And her mother said the stars are always in the sky, but during the day they're only hidden by the sun's bright light. So my dream this season is that we could be a little like a star, each for the other, by our presence as much as by our absence. A star leading to the best of us, to the best of the unknown in front of us. And so we remember.